Hey everyone, welcome to day two of the Project Esports E3 coverage. This is the official pre-show for the Microsoft E3 conference. And I have to say, I am so damn excited for this. And I am the PlayStation fanboy of the year. But just everything that's been promised, all the potential of what that has today, it's going to be amazing. As always, my name is Andrew Nimsgren. I am one of your co-hosts. And alongside me is Dylan Beal. Dylan, how are you feeling about this conference? A little more excited than for EAs? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited about this because, like, even though, like, I don't have an Xbox anymore, um, Microsoft still holds a really, really strong place in my heart, um, especially since recently they're making the push to do not only Xbox content, but Windows content as well, uh, trying to get games out both for PC and for Xbox. So I think this is super applicable to everyone who not only has an Xbox, but also just PC games a lot. Um, and I'm super excited because... Phil Spencer was hyping this thing up. Um, he's super excited about it. He like said, like, oh, we're going to premiere 15 games, which is a lot of new games. Okay, yeah. Well, I like how he says games, which very much keeps my hopes of a Halo Battle Royale alive. You know it's going to happen. There's going to be a Battle Royale announcement, whether it's from a Microsoft game, whether it's from something they're related. You know it's going to happen. I know and it's I think happen. Halo makes the most sense. I know it's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. I think there's already an oversaturation, and we're not even into the peak Battle Royale yet. Like, we're, we're not even that deep into it, and, like, I think it's already kind of... It's getting a bit much. Yeah. So, besides that, so I have my Halo Battle, uh, Battle Royale kind of prediction for this. Do you have anything you really want to see coming out of this? Is there any predictions you kind of have throwing out there? Um, I don't know. I think... Uh, I think there might be a chance um, that we see something Fable-related. I'm not saying that they're going to announce the game and then, like, say, oh, it's coming out this fall, but I don't know. I could I could definitely see something at least teased about Fable because I think Microsoft knows that they need their, like, their big guns for this. Um, they need to throw everything out there, and they need to win this. And I think uh, if they want to do that, they need that big IP. They need to be like, listen... We're going to give you Fable again, or we're going to give you a good Halo or Gears of War. Um, I, I think James said that, that there might be a new Gears game, and yeah, we might see it. I, I think Xbox needs something big. Yeah, and I think what happens today at Microsoft's conference is going to be a very big kind of statement of how much they're putting into this console generation. I mean, we've already heard Sony started saying that by, uh, I think, twenty the fall of 2020, is when they're going to start preparing to go into the next console generation and stop focusing much on the PlayStation 4. So you got to assume Microsoft's not too far off that as well. So, I mean, if we come in today and we see nothing but 15 indies and maybe some like little iteration or side iteration of one of the main IPs, they're holding everything for the Xbox 2 or whatever they're going to call it. But if they come out today and are just throwing all their big IPs out there, trying to get that people back, that's why I had no idea where this conference is going to go, and that's part of the reason why I'm so excited, because this could be a really boring, not a boring conference, but it'd be battle. I mean, they talked about Battlefield and Anthem, because EA has already had that close tie, so we hear about games we've already heard. And they've said last year, Phil Spencer, or whoever was kind of the director of uh, E3 last year, that they're going to see a bunch of games. And there was like a 30 to 
30 second to like a one minute sizzle reel of just a bunch of different indies. So how much they're going to talk about these 15 games, we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming at least one to maybe three of them are going to be big because they've talked about um, the new Assassin's Creed is leaked a lot. So they could be showing us that there because they've always had a tie with that. So there's a lot of games that we've kind of heard about that could get shown here. They could have been brand new ones. They could be Microsoft first parties. We have no idea where it's going to kind of end up on the spectrum of what we're seeing. So it could be like, holy shit, I'm going out and buying an Xbox tomorrow. Or it could be, I'm so glad that I'm on the PlayStation this generation. And maybe next generation is when I get my Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. I, I do think that they're going to balance it out, though. I think there's going to be a lot of big titles here. I don't think it's just going to be kind of just throwing indie games at us that we don't care about. I, I think there's going to be some big stuff here. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft's in such an interesting situation. I mean, Microsoft has a shit ton of money. And today is going to show, like, how much they're kind of throwing that around, I feel. Because Microsoft doesn't have that stable of, like, really well-known and consistent first-party studios that are constantly putting out new IPs, new games. I mean, you look at Sony, they have Gorilla, they have Sony Santa Monica, they have, um, I can't think of a couple other ones off the top of my head. But they have like a staple of like three to six probably really good strong studios that are always kind of supporting them. Microsoft, they have Respawn, kind of they've had that close tie with. They have a couple of these ones, but they don't have a ton. So they can't, they don't really have too many different studios that they can work with to throw out a bunch of different IPs. So maybe a balance of one or two. But I just can't see them throwing out a new Halo or throwing out a new Gears without making a big push in the next generation because if they're really saying that like there's gonna be no more console generations just iterations there should be no reason why they don't have a big push here with all their big ips um and kind of let the other ones be dormant for a bit but if they don't have a i say at least two big game announcements from their big ips today or new ips there is going to be an xbox 2 they're giving up on the iteration and they're holding on their cards until probably next e3 and when they announce the next Xbox, which will probably be next year, so if they're a year ahead of Sony, um, they can say, and on launch day, you get this, 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 which they could do, or they could be pushing it back and trying to make one last big push to sell it. Because they don't even tell how many consoles they've sold anymore because they're doing that bad this generation, which is still 30 million consoles, but compared to my, uh, PlayStation 70 or 80 million at this point, they're hurting. Yeah, I think I think Microsoft needs a strong conference this year because last year they were a little bit lacking. Year before, same exact hey, like they they brought a really cool car on the stage like every single year, and you know there's going to be at least one Forza announcement today, and they're going to bring on something race related. Yeah, I mean like they've just been having really weak conferences, and they need that really strong one because like Sony, right? They were like, listen, we're doing a new God of War, and it was an amazing game, and they're like, yo. Hideo Kojima, we have his back, and he's going to make this insane game, and we're going to let him do whatever he wants, and this year we're going to show you it. And that's what's going to be at the Sony press conference. We're going to see Death Stranding for sure. And it, it especially in like the, the, like the super hardcore gamer like uh, market, Sony has it on lock. People are dying to see Death Stranding because it is going to be an amazing, insane, very confusing game because it's Hideo Kojima. And Microsoft needs something to, like, get hardcore fans excited because, like, it, it, if you're just, like, 
if you if you're doing good things like uh like god of war right and you're putting out those sick insane amazing ips like god of war was a reboot but it was a super super successful one i know like um every week that we like talk like either before the podcast wherever you're like oh yeah i was like playing god of war it was like really amazing it was so fucking they, good. microsoft needs something like that microsoft needs to show people something that gets people excited and they go this is something i want to buy the xbox for so i they need to do something like that if they don't i think and they're gonna have even worse console sales this year if they do that because no one's excited about xbox right now i mean what what's, what's the good games out right now for xbox nothing there's like no really good exclusives nothing that is an exaggeration and i guess so i mean there's two different ways so sony and microsoft are taking two extremely different kind of approaches to this conference so sony they've said we're talking about last of us part two ghosts of tashimu something like that um Death Stranding, and one more game I can't think of off the top of my head. They said that we are talking about pretty much nothing but these four games at the conference. Xbox has said nothing. They've said, we're saying 15 new games. For you, not being very big on either one, which approach do you like more? Do you like having your expectations tempered and maybe having that, oh, but also this, or would you rather say it could be anything like microsoft is well it depends if you give someone like the expectations of here's what we're talking about and that's it um it depends on the games i mean i'm totally fine with that from sony because i want to see death stranding i'm a huge kojima fan and i want to see that game and i've been dying to see that game for the past like two years that they've been teasing it so i'm perfectly satisfied with that but if you like don't throw something out there if it's not going to be that good so like I don't know, like, like, Mike, like, I, at the end of the day, once Microsoft is all done, I can look at all those games and go, you know, what, I'm not excited for any of them. But right now, not knowing what those games are, I'm super hyped for it, and I'm gonna watch the conference because of it. Yeah. So I guess we're getting close. We got about four minutes left before the show starts, so we'll be switching over to the actual stream soon. But I just want to kind of clarify something. I'm having somewhat of a scheduling conflict or towards the post show. So obviously, I was here for pre-show. I will be doing almost the entire conference, um, if not all of it, and then maybe a little bit of the post-show. Um, I do have something that I need to kind of make it to right after the conference ends. So Dylan will be doing the majority of the post-show. I'll try to either give him my hypeness for the different games kind of announced, or I'll throw that in right before I leave or something kind of similar to that. So just kind of let you guys know how it's going. There still will be a post-show. It'll just be Dylan kind of talking about what he saw, what his expectations are, and kind of wrapping up it from there. So it may be a little shorter than yesterday's, but I mean, E3 is here. I'm just beyond kind of excited for this next Microsoft conference. I mean, let's just kind of go through a quick kind of how hyped you'd be if it was announced. So if a new Halo was announced, how hyped would you be? Uh, zero out of 10. I, I did not like the last two Halo games. So like, okay. they, they would have to do something good with it. Gears. Any um, interesting Gears? I think I'd be... 7 out of 10 hype. I think it'd be cool if they brought it back. Um, Cliffy Beat's not working on it. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. Fable? Oh, I'd be 10 out of 10 hypes. 10 out of 10 I mean, I mean Peter Molyneux like, plays now? with my heart, but like I need it. I need another. Um, What else kind of major IPs? Um, there's a couple other smaller ones, too. I mean, that's really yeah, their big that's it. three. Yeah, I mean, they, either need, they the need ones, new IPs. I guess is the issue they need new stuff because like all their old stuff is either rehashed and sucks now or no one cares yeah uh, i mean what do you think are the odds we see new ip today a 
Big first party IP from ten, Microsoft. Ten what are the I, I, they have to do a new IP. They have to put something new and big there. If they don't, then like Microsoft is dead. Yeah. I mean, my hype level for a new IP would be 10 out of 10. I think the odds are six or seven, just kind of with how Microsoft's been treating this generation. They focus, they've been focusing a lot more on software. I could see them talking about Games Pass and Gold or doing a price drop on something like that or looking at a reform with that and focusing more on their services and then saving it all a new IP for next year to kind of end the generation and kind of be a last of us cross, crossing over to the next Gen 2. But I, I would love to see that'd be That'd be my hype moment. I mean, Halo's kind of been whatever for me, unless it's Battle Royale. Gears, I've never been a big fan of. Fable, I've never really been into. So Halo would be really big for me or a new IP. We'll see how lucky those are. A lot of people are guessing a new Halo. I don't know what the chances of that actually are, but I think it'd be fun. And it'd be a big reimagine if it does happen, because otherwise they're just killing the brand. But... With that, we're going to cut this off here for the pre-show. We have one minute till the Microsoft conference starts. We will see all you audio listeners in about an hour and a half, I think, with this to the conferences. Until then, we will see you guys there for the post-show. All right, so while they're doing the recap video, what's the, what's the plan? Andrew, do you need to run soon? Yeah, I probably need to take off because it's about a 15-minute drive there, and I start right at 5, so I got about 20 minutes. Yeah, but I'll kind of, while I'm doing a recap here, I'll just kind of give my brief kind of review of it quick before I head out. hundred times better than the EA conference. Not even questioned. Yeah. Um, I really love the approach that it took me showing as many games as possible. They had so, they really had something for everyone. There's four or five games here that I know I'm going out and buying day one already. Um, they're committing to this console generation. We and Dylan kind of talking about this. Xbox 2 is a ways off. They're teasing a new Halo. They're putting a new Gears out. They're doing all this stuff now. It's going to be a ways out. I'm fucking hyped for Bethesda now because I thought this was going to be kind of a whatever one. They showed the Fallout 76. I don't know. It was a lot better than I expected. They showed a lot of games. They're kind of just throwing them all at us right now. And yeah, I love that. Um... I want more information on a lot of games. When you show so many games, so many games get no information. And there's so many titles that we saw for one second. And I'm like, oh, that looks a little cool, really cool. And I have no idea what that is. But otherwise, fucking amazing conference. I really wish I could do the post show with you guys. Um, but I'll let you guys jump into that and kind of talk over everything. Yeah, awesome I fucking conference. And I will be back for Bethesda tonight. No matter what, I will find over it. So I will catch you guys then. Have fun with the post show. Alright, thanks. Good luck. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna switch it over to the two-person overlay. Um, I have, right. like, I, I wrote out everything that was there, so we can kind of just run straight down it, and we'll just talk nice. over it. Uh, I'm guessing you don't have, like, a hard limit right now? I, I, I'm just, um, I, I popped in because I was like, okay, I can take a break and, and, and pop in for one segment, so that's what I want, where it's Microsoft, I really wanted to. So, after we do kind of do the post-show, I do get a dip because I gotta go back to studying, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, alright, so we'll... Go over to the two person. Let me change your name real quick. I'm I'm Andrew Nimsgren now. I'm, I'm identity theft. Do you? There we go. <laughs> All right, that's good.
There you go. Perfect. Um, okay. So welcome everyone to the Project Esports post show for the Microsoft conference at E3 2018. Um, and that was something. Uh, that was, yeah. I think, what they needed. They definitely needed a conference like that. And I think that's the perfect example of what an E3 conference should be. They like premiered, they world premiered 15 games. They showed a ton of exclusives and overall they just showed 50 games. It was a lot of stuff. Um, and it's going to be me and James. Um, we had all three of us in it watching it. Um, and before we went into the live viewing, it was me and Andrew, but Andrew had to run. Um, but yeah, so me and James are basically going to just go point by point, straight down everything they kind of showed, just give a, a quick reaction to all of it and just kind of talk over some of it. Some of it's going to be super brief. Some of it we might go into a little bit more. So um, let me go ahead and just start off um, with Halo Infinite. Um, James, I don't know if you were watching at the time, but I, I yeah, so I went I went because I saw the um, I saw like a tweet or something about it. So I immediately went and Googled like the trailer that they premiered with um, while I was on the can. But I mean, um, I had to I, I could I couldn't miss it. So it looks super vague, but you're back on Halo constructs. Um, you are the chief and it's, and it's like traditional armor, too. Like, it's not like it's not like his newer shit that we've been seeing in like four and five. Right. So that'll be interesting. I don't know what I don't know what this means. Like, I don't know. Like, are you like, is it like a recap of Halo one? Like it's so it said Halo Infinite. Um, and so that makes me think that it is some sort of offshoot. I don't know. It, it's definitely they said it's going to continue the story of Master Chief, but I don't know if it's going to be a traditional Halo game. Um, which this is perfect for Microsoft. They led off with their biggest IP, like Microsoft yep. or uh, Master Chief is like the biggest uh, character that they have by far. Mm. Um, and then they teased it, and then they just went right into it. So this this is like a perfect setup. Like if, if you're writing, if you're if you're designing this E3 press conference, you put this here to warm everyone up because after yeah. that, everyone's open and super hyped. That's just it, right? You 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 lead with that to grab everybody, and then everybody's like, okay. They're not fucking around. You know what I mean? So, no, it's, it, it's totally true. Yeah, and then from there they went on into the new Ori in the Blind Forest game. So it's Ori in the something spirits, um, but it's a new Ori game. Uh, so for everyone who doesn't know, it's basically like a platformer, super well stylized. Um, did you play Ori, the first one? I never I, I, I never did, no. It's, it's really fun. It's a really fun, solid platformer. It looks really good. Um, this one just looked even better, and it's coming out in 2019. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. And then the next one, which is one of my favorite ones, is uh, Sekiro. Um, yeah, Sekiro, and I forget the tagline for it, but it's 2019, and it's from software, and so it's a Souls-like game, which, holy, okay. like, holy shit, that looks amazing, like... Okay, I, again, I didn't see it, so no, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going off of your hype right now, which yeah, I ba like. Basically, <laughs> um, setting is Feudal Japan. Um, oh, okay. So, is that is that like in the recap when you, it showed Buddy throwing the other guy? Yep. Okay. And, cool. and so, uh, so think of like you know how they did the offshoot and did Bloodborne, um, yeah. and that that was like um, gothic kind of theming. This is going to be an offshoot of Dark Souls, where controls are very similar, same type of feel to it, except it's feudal Japan. Um, okay. I was looking at the mechanics. So, um, Bloodborne, the unique mechanic is you have a gun, and so it kind of that's the cool mechanic. Um, this one, it looked very light. Um, yeah. Looks like a lot of dodging, not a lot of blocking, a lot of dodging, a lot of moving around. Um, but holy shit, this is a perfect setting for it. Nice. Okay. Awesome. That's that's wicked. Um, and then from there, we went and Todd Howard came and was like, "What's up, everyone? By the way, <laughs> Beth Bethesda press conference happening soon." Um, and he showed another longer teaser of seventy six. Okay. 
Um, was, the, it, was it was it anything major? Like was it? No, no real news. It just re, so it reiterated the building. Um, they talked about the building again, which makes me think that's going to be like the the core mechanic it hinges on is the building. Yeah. And they showed things starting to rise. Um, one of the things they showed was like a university. Um, okay. And it was like it was wreckage, and then it was like a built university, right? And that just makes me think this is this is definitely going to be a building game. It look it looks like it could be multiplayer, but like whenever I whenever I saw the university, right, it doesn't make me think, oh, this is just like a like a base building game inherently. Right. It makes me think of like um, like an R, like it's not going to be an RTS, um, but the mechanics are going to be like that. Like you you, it's not like you just build a bunch of walls and then you, like you get on top of them and you shoot like uh, like Rust. But they, right, okay, because yeah. they built a university, so that makes me think, oh, you build that and you unlock research. Cause that's it like, makes sense because because it's a university, right? It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just reiterated that, and we're gonna see more um, later on um, in a yeah. couple hours. Which um, me and Andrew are gonna be back streaming for that. We're gonna take a little break after after me and James run through this, but we'll we'll be back for Bethesda. Um, but yeah, that just got me more hype for it. Yeah, no, man. Like, I mean, like, I'm glad that they're like they're like, hey guys, just a reminder, this is still here, despite the fact we're coming on for a couple hours and Todd Howard being fucking todd howard seriously they're hyping that that thing up so much yeah um, and then they had a don't nod game with their new game um which is captain spirit um did you see that one i didn't know so it's from don't nod the same people who did life is strange very similar style looks like it's the same kind of like story driven um type game as life is strange except it takes it, it, it's like a little kid and like the whole like gimmick of it is that he's like pretending to be a superhero, but it looks like there's maybe some reality to his powers. Okay, um, all right. But, but it's nothing over the top, and it's not super blatant, so it might just be kind of like um like a stylized kind of thing. Okay. Um, but this looks super cool, and it has that like that that really emotional undertone because it's all like it's it, a kid, it, right? Yeah, it had yeah. this kid, and he was a superhero, but, like, he was living in, like, a trailer, and it showed, like, him picking up all his dad's, like, beer bottles and stuff, and it's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, no, don't do that to me, man. Like, come on. And it's free. Oh, Jesus, the, uh, then yeah. I have to play it. Like, it's I mean, it's going to be free, which makes me think maybe first episode free, and then more, like, paid after it, or maybe it's just all going to be free. Who knows? Well, yeah, exactly, right? Like, I mean, you, you can hope for all it's free, because, I mean, it's always better, but, I mean, yeah, even if you e ease into it, right? That'd be kind of dope, too. Yeah, and I love Life is Strange, so I, I want to play this. I really hope they do, because it said on the Microsoft Store, so that makes me think PC and Xbox. Yeah, which is always good, too, right? Yeah, so I'm definitely going to play that. Um, and that's going to be June 26th, so it's, like, 16 days. Super, super Oh, sick. my God, yeah, it's, like, two two weeks in a bit, man. It's sick, yeah. okay. Um, and then Crackdown 3. Um, I think the main character, I don't know if it's the main character or if it's just the main person in the trailer, but I think it was Terry Crews. Um, it is Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah it's it totally was, Terry Crews. It, but it was cool because it was just like him being him and then just super over the top explosions. It's Crackdown. It's just Crackdown. Because it's Crackdown. Yeah, exa exactly. Crackdown. I, I remember playing Crackdown 1 and just like loving its ridiculousness and like over the top. And I'm glad I'm glad it's a franchise that hasn't died because it, that kind of genre is, is necessary. You need to have shit like that, right? Yeah, you need to have games that are just fun for the sake of being fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then new Metro game. Um, which looked pretty cool, 
Um, it's not based on the books like Metro twenty what is it twenty oh my god twenty seventy no I'm thinking of something else but uh, uh, no I can't remember what it was, it was like it's it's Metro twenty eight or something yeah it's something yeah, like yeah. that but those yeah. those were all based on books um, but it said this one was based on that so it's not it, okay. it's like its own new story um, basically the stuff they highlighted it seems it could be open world it could just be linear. Um, I don't really know, but they just kind of highlighted the the universe and gunplay. Gunplay was really okay. big and and customizing your weapons. Okay, that's but that's that's good though. Like I mean, you kind of you need that, especially with Metro games, right? Like that's that's a big takeaway. So okay, I'll fuck yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like it could be fun. It looks like it could fly on the radar, but it looks like it could be fun. So yeah. Um, and then Kingdom Hearts three. Um, yeah. they showed more of that, and they announced um, uh, Frozen World. So the movie Frozen is going to have its own world. Um, okay. which is pretty cool. Other than that, I don't think we got anything exclusive or any new knowledge. Uh, Tangled um, is going to be involved. Um, okay. Toy Story, um, Monsters, uh, is, Inc. Now, is, now, I, now, I might be getting totally mixed up, but is, like, Moana's Disney, is it not? Yes, it is. Um, I would Dude. I would be, like... Okay, so here's, here's the deal with that. It's newer... Yeah. So, I mean, even though it came out, like, or it came out over a year ago, so they had time to put it in, but this has been in development so long, I don't know if they'll put it in. Yeah, it might, like, Moana might be a DLC or some shit like that, right? Which, I mean, would be kind of cool. Yeah, which, by the way, I actually really love that movie. The water, that movie's amazing. The water in it, holy shit, looks so good. Um, oh, it's, it's an incredible, and the soundtrack's amazing. The soundtrack's yeah, incredible. I, I, I really hope they put it in, because it was really cool, but um, just because of how long it's been in development, I, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see. absolutely. And then Sea of Thieves, um, they basically just announced, um, so they had the DLC, the first DLC announced already, that's coming out in July, um, but they announced the September DLC um, as well. So they're just showing content down the road, which, I mean, it needs because it's lacking in content, is the biggest yeah, right? Yeah, because it was like it like it spiked in popularity because it's a cool concept, but there's just not enough there, which is a, a pitfall that a lot of games kind of run into. Yeah. So um, that's good that they're already cranking out DLCs, being like, okay, we need to get on this shit, right? So, yeah, which is good, but also bad because it's like, well, just make it free. Like, yeah, make, patch it, it. make it free. Yeah, patch it up. Um, yeah. And then from there, we went and saw a little bit about one of the war stories from the new Battlefield. Um, so it looks like it's um, a story about a girl in Germany, I think maybe. Um, that's what it okay. seemed like. Um, but yeah, I mean, the war stories I think are kind of cool. Um, cause you can explore a bunch of different smaller stories within the war. Cause I mean, there's so many different theaters and so many different stories you can go into. I think yeah. it's super cool that you can kind of like go in, pick a couple really cool missions around one character and then just do a bunch of those in a story. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's not, a, it's definitely not a bad way to kind of set it up. Um, yeah. And then Forza, um, it's Forza. I mean, it's it's Forza. Yeah, exactly. It's a staple game. You have to have it. And it's in it's in like its fan base is pretty concrete, right? So like I mean, you can't you can't really ever get rid of Forza, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, the unique thing though is they had different seasons, um, which changes the world. And it's also one big shared world. Um, that's in. Oh, okay. It's like an MMO sort of. Um, I don't know how that works exactly because I don't know how many people you can really put in like one area. So I'm sure I'm sure it's like knowing that it's a console game it's probably going to be dynamic of they'll like yeah. load you into a, a realm um as you log in and they'll cap it yeah. at like 16 people or something they'd have to like i mean there's no way you'd have like 32 people like just fucking running amok right so yeah 
Um, and then from there, they went and talked about all their new studios. So they acquired um, The Initiative, Undead Labs, um, Playground Games, Ninja Theory, and Compulsion Games. Okay. Um, yeah. And so that's pretty big. So this is um, this similar to Rare and 343 Studios um, that are under Microsoft. So basically, these were people just producing uh, or making games for Xbox exclusive. Um, but basically... Andrew was talking about it earlier, saying that um, this was probably a move because they were like, "Hey, we're gonna we want to release our games to Sony too," and Microsoft was like, "Well, no, we Not want a chance. no, we don't want yeah. you. You're you're yeah. just gonna come with us." And they were like, "Okay, you're funding us." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's gonna complain? Because it's it's profit for them, right? Yeah, and this is interesting because Microsoft Studios is like now a very big entity. Um, very similar to like EA, of where EA publishes a ton of games. Microsoft Studios is publishing a ton of games, which is really good for their exclusives because now they have the power to make games exclusive, and now yeah. they have the power to really put stuff on that Xbox Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is a, a huge thing they're pushing right now. Yeah, and which is really interesting because like EA also had like a Game Pass like thing. So I think this is going to be a definite new model that every studio is going to pick up. Probably, yeah, I can see that. Um, and then they teased uh, PUBG with a new, with two new maps, I think. One named and one unnamed, but it was like winter-themed that they said oh. December. So new maps for PUBG, I guess, all, all good. And then War Mode. Yeah. Um, War Mode, they announced War Mode, which is probably like the 50 versus 50. Um, we oh, saw the... that in Fortnite already. Um, but yeah. yeah, so... I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to keep pace, right? They're, they're trying to keep up, so... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's 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 a unex it's an expected announcement, right? Yeah, and I mean, for for Fortnite, it was one I forget what they call it, but it's like one of their rotating in like different modes. Um, so yeah, with like the jetpack and the fucking Infinity Gauntlet, yeah, shit yeah, like that. which is really cool to like test out like new and crazy stuff. But um, War Mode definitely seems like it worked. People liked it, and PUBG was like, "Yo, let's do it." Let's just yeah, let's just like solidify it. Yeah. Um, Tales of Vesperia remastered. I don't know if have you played any of the Tales of games? No, but I've heard really really good things. They're like it's like one of the premier JRPGs. Like it's yep. like creme de la crop kind of. <laughs> yeah, and this is the remastered, and this one was never came out in the U.S. This was a Japanese one, which tons of people just bought it um, and played it anyways. Because I mean that's very, it's very easy to do, but this one's like. It's coming to America. It's fully localized, remastered. Play it, and it's a good game. Um, I've heard really good things about it. So, oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, the Division Two um, takes place yeah, in DC. This is this is where I tuned in because like I was watching the Division trailer and I was like, this is it's the thing that pissed me off about the Division trailer is it had the same kind of formula as the Anthem trailer: scripted gameplay, pre presenting all this cool shit. But, like, Division looked like nothing new. That was the problem. Yeah, looked... I'm, I'm super against these. Because it's like, it's like you have the Division, you have Anthem now, you have Destiny. And it's like all these similar, like, yeah, four-person co-op, like, shooter MMO is, like, the way I would describe yeah. it. Yeah. Um, where it's like, oh, go and do this mission in this big world, and you get loot. And that's, like, the deal. So... Uh, I, with a different story, with a, like a different take on it. In yeah, each with one, a different kinda, take on it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not excited at all. Like zero percent excited for this. That's just it. I fucking love the original division, and it's it's a sin. To, I like I I need to know what's new. That's the thing. There, ne there needs to be something that kind of like has some shock and awe to it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then I I just wrote down indie games 
Um, I for... there was, there was quite a few. They banged through quite a few, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember if there is anyone super, super big, but basically it's just a lot of indie games that we have seen on PC and stuff, so yep. I know, like... Um... Like, like Dead Cells and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like right? Dead Cells, and I think that's good for Xbox because back in the day on Xbox Arcade of where people could upload their own games to Xbox oh, Arcade, do you remember that? Yeah, man, um... it was sick. that's where you saw, like, um... Fuck, what was the four dudes, the four different colored knights? Um... Oh my god, what the fuck is it? I can't remember for the life oh, of me. Oh, um, you know, I know what you're talking about. It's the same people who did, like, um, not not Super Meat Boy. Um, it's gonna bother me, but yeah, I know. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, no, yeah, yeah, it was like you chose the different knights, and it was like, uh, it, it was like kind of zany and, um, like side scroller. Yeah, side scroller. Like I can't remember the name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's similar to that of where, like, that's where you first started seeing the indie games, and indie games got so popular on Xbox. Yeah, it was crazy because like the the arcade was such a like a, like a big like integrated part of the like of the console, right? Which is dope. Yeah, and that was like, oh, I have some Microsoft points. I'm gonna you know buy this indie game. Might as well um, buy an indie game, exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm super glad that they're just you know keep keep going with that. And I think they rebranded to ID at Xbox, which I'm guessing is independent developer at Xbox. Probably that um, makes sense. So I mean, promoting indie games, I think, are so good because like you see a lot of cool and really interesting ideas and they really shake up the industry. Um, so mm, I yeah. totally think it's a good thing. Um, session, we saw Session, which you yeah. that's when you just came in like to the actual stream itself. Um, yeah. This looks very similar to Skate. It, it, like, and, like, that's just, I think we said this while it was going on. Like It could be it, it, it could be the same idea as Skate, just they didn't want to pay for the uh, for the IP, right? Which is fine. I, like that's that's okay. Yeah, and I like these kind of skateboarding games because I really like Tony Hawk. I grew up on Tony Hawk. Same. Um, yeah. Like the arcade um, type of skateboarding game is cool and it's super fun, and I love them. But like when Skate came out, I was like, oh shit, this is like kind of realistic. Um, like yeah, with like the joystick integration and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, man. Where it's not like press a button, Ollie. Like you actually have to flick it and like, yeah. <laughs> like that was oh, it was so cool seeing that. Like I'm, I'm I really hope that they do that take again on like more realistic. And for some reason, the like session just seems familiar. Did they talk about this? I feel, yeah, and that's just it. I, once I saw that name, I was like, I, I swear to God, I've seen that somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, th this you're, not, might, you're not alone. Yeah, this might be a thing they just had in their back pocket. Um, and then Black Desert Online, I guess, is coming to Xbox. Which is kind of cool. I mean, like I haven't played Black Desert. I've heard really good things about it. Um, it's definitely like it's it, it's definitely not one of like the WoW killers or anything like that. It's yeah. got its own thing going on. So, yeah, no, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, I mean, I only have place in my heart for one MMO. Um, Same, yeah. But, like, I, I think I think we're going to start seeing a lot more MMOs come to consoles because, I mean, Elder Scrolls is, Online is on consoles. Black Desert Online is yeah. on co consoles now. So, like, it's a trend that we're going to see going forward because, like, um, just, like, just trying to get people from console, like, playing your games. Um, yeah. Which shout out to uh, what was the original um, MMO on consoles? It was like uh, it was for GameCube. Do you remember Fantasy Star? Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online, yeah, man. AKA yeah, yeah, the original yeah. Destiny. Yeah, my 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 roommate's a huge fucking advocate of Fantasy Star Online. He thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So he, um, he he sunk many hours into that shit. I I, I think consoles good though for for games like that, especially if you're moving to the model of purchase it once and no subscription. Um, yeah. It's perfect for it. Exactly, um, and then we saw the new De Devil May Cry, um, which is cool. Which like, I love it because the 
the trailer embodied exactly what that game is. I think the trailer really sold me on that game, right? So yeah, um, because I mean, it's it's your typical like you're the super over the top character. You have these cool combo multipliers and melee combat and shit like that. You get these all little gadgets. Like his arm is like it seems to be like the integral part of like his like his combat system, which is really cool. And then like he's a super like douchebaggy character, which yeah. is great because I mean, I think the original like it was Dante. It was the original like Devil May Cry character, right? Yeah, Dante be... and then Virgil. I, is then this Virgil. Virgil? I don't think... No, because at the end of that trailer, when they zoomed out, and it was still on the stage, I thought it was either Virgil or Dante they showed on a bike. And that's, I'm assuming, who cut off the new protagonist's arm. Oh, which maybe. Would kinda, yeah, which I don't know, which would be kind of cool. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't know I don't know the timeline of Devil May Cry. Yeah, because I didn't play the last one, but the last one was a reboot of it, and so like things were different. So, like, Dante, like, he had the short hair, and he was, like, he was, like, really douchey and, like, a dick or whatever, and super edgy. So, so maybe that is Dante? Maybe that, like, well, if, they're, if they're building on it? Like, like I don't maybe know. if he dyed his hair. Well, I mean, I guess, because, like... His hair his hair has always been, like, the, like the gray, like, because that... Is that what he looked like in the reboot, kind of? Well, no, because in the reboot, he had short black hair. But that was the like, original yeah, Dante, yeah. and then he got gray hair. I don't know. I'm... We'll, we'll figure excited, it out. I'm, yeah, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I'm excited to see anyway, yeah. Um, Cuphead DLC, which Cuphead is, like, regarded as an amazing game, so... Yeah, always good. Never a bad thing. Um, Tunic, which is that, like, uh, top-down Bastion-looking game. Made by a guy from Halifax, which is, I think, is super dope. Yeah, so this, yeah. What, was it... Do you, I don't. Is it an indie game or? I mean, I, yeah, that's just it because it wasn't roped in with the rest of the indie games, right? So except those other ones were ones that came out. Already. True. This is brand new. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, but it looked really good. It was like stylized, um, so it's not realistic, but it had like high def graphics. Um, it it's kind of strange to see, but it looks really good. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jump Force, which is. <laughs> Holy I'm, shit, so Jump Force. I'm so excited for Jump Force. That shit's gonna be ridiculous. So it's it's gonna be it's so it's like a it's a Shonen Jump fighter. So it has like a bunch of like the most famous Shonen Jump characters. So like DBZ is there. Um, you had uh, Naruto and One Piece, and it it look it looks like those. Um, so it's the Naruto fighter game. It looks just like that. Um, there's a Gundam fighting game that looks exactly like that. Of where it's like 3D. Um, but yeah. you're like locked on your opponent, so it's not like Tekken. Um, it's a little bit different, but all those games like control the same, and I think that's what this is gonna be. Yeah, it's like like shit like Zone of Enders like back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah. You like you rotate around the map, but you stay locked on, and like that's your orientation is like locked on the person. So that's really cool. Yeah, and I mean, is this gonna be a game I buy? Probably not. But if one of my friends has it, and like you know, like we're hanging out, that'd be so fun to play. It depends. Like, I think it, for me, like the 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 deciding like buying factor is the range of characters. Like, it, like because they're, they're like they're, that's the, the the really smart part of like taking something under Shojin Jump is that so many so many big names have gone through Shojin Jump that they can touch on they can bring in anybody they want, right? So oh, like, Death Note, yeah, we saw Death Note at the end. Yeah, we saw Death Note. We saw Light at the end. Yeah, exactly, right. Um, so I, I'm really interested to see what the range characters, I think that'll be the big one that dictates whether or not I, I buy it or not. Right. Yeah. If I'm stuck with just the stereotypical, like, okay, you get, you get fucking DBZ characters, Naruto characters, but depending, depending on the scope of Naruto characters, but like, um, cause it's it, like, and I hate to ramble about this, but like 
if they don't, if they do, like, because the, the big Naruto fighting game had, like, a shit ton of characters. Like, the range was insane. And even, like, the new Dragon Ball Z fighting game has a shit ton of characters. So if you give me that much range and that much variety between those two universes and then expand on that, awesome. I, I, I get that that's going to be difficult, but I think that's the, the big way to sway it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, this is just a game we're going to have to wait for. Probably it's, it's going to be a game someone gets on sale for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Dying Light 2, um, they yeah. also had a little demo, which it looked really cool because it was like the same stuff of Dying Light 1, really cool mm-hmm. parkour, except they were like, oh, by the way, there's like a ton of factions and like everything you do affects the world. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like they now they said hundreds of decisions and how big are those, how, like how much are those actually going to dictate what changes the game? I think that's, you know, it's, it's the same thing with like, uh, like fable, like except fable was like personal related vice world related. And I mean, you only saw like so much variation cause you can only do so much. Right. Yeah. But it's, it'll be interesting to see what the scope is. Yeah. I, I think the scope is going to be kind of like minimal. It's like probably going to be like you do, a, you do things in these areas and you change the, how these areas work. Um, but yeah. it, it's probably not going to be like the, most the whole dynamic. world's fucking altered. Right? Yeah, like, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, Oh, you do this and this faction takes over this area. Yeah. Which, I can see that. I mean, it's fine. I think it's still cool because it creates a really interesting dynamic world, and I really like decision-making games like that. Mm, you and me both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Battletoads. That's, oh, I mean, that's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, Andrew thought it was a meme, but you and I know you and I are sitting there like, this well, was well, like my fucking... Well, we know it's a meme, but a meme brought to life. Yeah, well, that's just it. Like, I, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love that shit. Uh... So I, I wrote Uncharted 4. It's not Uncharted 4. It's, um, it's Lost Cause. It's Lost Cause. Just Cause. Just Cause. Or last, just Cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Lost Cause. Um, I, yeah. yeah, so Just Cause 4. It's it's Just Cause. It's, it's, it's going to be sick. Yeah, exactly. The trailer was so fucking good, too, man. Yeah, the just was over the top. Just, like, the, the grapple and the parachute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's going to be no downside to Just Cause 4. It's going to be another great Just Cause 4 game. The or only, Just Cause game, sorry. Yeah, the only thing I hope is uh, multiplayer. Maybe. Because yeah, like, the maybe. other ones didn't have it, but Just, Just Cause 2 had the mod, the multiplayer mod, which yeah. everyone loved. Everyone loved the mod so much. So I really hope they actually listen to the fan base and actually do a multiplayer version because like it was just so cool because you do all the same things except with a ton of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. So, hopefully, they kind of smarten up and like, okay, we'll put this in there, right? Yeah. And then, so the the show was winding down, and then they teased uh, a gears. They teased a gears mobile game with Pop Funko, which. Eh. I mean, like, whatever, man. It's something to fuck around with on your phone. It's the gears universe. It's, yeah. But it's like pop character. I don't know. And then, and then, had... they, then, it, then it was gears tactical, which is tactical. like XCOM like game. With Gears characters, which is still sick. Which like, is I mean, really cool. And then yeah. they, it expands on the universe too, right? That's the other thing too, right? Yeah, they need they need more Gears games that aren't just the the main story. So like you have a cool, interesting because there it's a cool universe that you can explore. Yeah, exactly. And then they just exploded at the end because they like ramped up our hype into Gears Five. 
Yeah, and gave like this super long cinematic trailer, like which was like more than I expected out of like an E3 cons. Like I expected, like I expected that first segment to like, and then it to end after like they fuck off, and then it like then it was like, oh no, no, you're gonna see a bit of gameplay, you're gonna see enemies you encounter, you're gonna see all this shit, and you're gonna have like crucial story development in a fucking trailer. So, like, let's just hit you with everything. And this is what Microsoft needed. Microsoft needed to be like, yo, new Gears game, get hype for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they delivered. Totally. I really hope that this is the Gears game that starts really picking up traction with esports, though. I mean, hopefully the multiplayer is there. Well, that's just it, too. Like, I mean, and, like, I think it's nice to see that Gears 4 is doing a decent job of, like, creating, like, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, solidification of like uh, of uh, an esport right so if they in like if gears 5 it has the success that it does people are like okay now let's see the competitive size of the thing people are gonna give a fuck about ranked and all that shit like that right so i think out of all the things we've seen we like i mean with halo infinite depending on how long it takes we may see the resurrection of halo esports um but i think between that and gears 4 or gears 5 i think those are the only two that we're going to see out of microsoft's release that are going to be that we could see transition into esports. I highly doubt Jump Force is going to like yeah exactly right. That's not going to make it anywhere I don't think. But I but these those are the two big ones so far I think. Yeah, and then finally they Phil Spencer was like, all right, well it's over, and then we got this like weird like hacking kind of thing of the conference, um, and yeah. then we got to see CD, CD Project Red's uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, which was a crazy crazy fucking trailer. Which is sick, man. Like, that game looks insane. Yeah. Like, oh, man. And the aesthetic. The aesthetic it's they nailed. They nailed the cyberpunk aesthetic. Like, it's it's bang on. I think I think there should be a bit more nighttime. Because if you look, if you look at any cyberpunk, like, inspired art or anything like that, it's always at fucking night. And it's 90% of the time it's raining. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, um, but I think, I still think they nailed every other aspect of the aesthetic. I really do. So, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm really excited. Like I'm subscribed to the fucking cyberpunk subreddit. Like I love that fucking, that, that art style, that aesthetic. So I hope this game is everything that it's hyped up to be, up, up to be. Cause I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool space to explore, um, because they're able to build this new world and like have really interesting sci-fi aspects to it. Um, because mm -hmm. we saw there was like a police force and it was made up of like androids and we saw like all these like I like you would need to go down frame by frame to like talk about all the different like cool and interesting like technologies that they talked about because like they ran through it so quickly so it looks like they have this super interesting and like just like rich sci-fi world yeah like that was the thing too is like you have a general idea of who the protagonist is but then it showed like i swear to christ it was like 50 other frames of stuff of like other things about the universe and stuff like that and it was just like Okay, this is cool. Bam, and then it's another thing, and then bam, and like it was like, holy fuck, man! Like, but again, and that's why that's and that's why they really nailed the aesthetic because they incorporated all this shit that is like associated with cyberpunk, and it's all incorporated in this game. Now, how much it is associated with your character, I don't know. I have no idea. And the other thing is, I'm kind of excited to see too is this game has a multiplayer or anything like that, or if it's a single player story. Yeah. If it has you know if yeah, it has is, is it going to control kind of like the witcher is that how you think they're going to play this or is it going to be completely differently controlled in a different genre of game yeah i like it is just it, it's so open-ended all we know is artistically they fucking nailed it um it looks it looks beautiful 
Um, yeah, so I'm just I'm excited to see that. Even the pre- even like the build up and the presentation was really well done too. Yeah, this this was it. Like this this conference was what Microsoft needed for sure. Like even though yeah. all of them aren't exclusive um, to Xbox, they needed something to hype people up. They needed something to get people excited about Xbox and to go out and buy a console because they're like, listen, we're we're not going anywhere with this console. Like like we're not gonna just like turn out a new one next year. Like we're making yeah. games. Go out buy it. Get these games. And Microsoft also, like, kind of incentivized the Game Pass. They're like, listen, all these, like, there's a ton of games you can get on Game Pass now um, as soon as they come out, which is like, oh, cool, I'm going to pick up that subscription. And then they were, like, the the integration um, that they mentioned with um, PC and mobile, it's super yeah. cool because it's like, oh, I, as a PC gamer, someone who doesn't own any consoles, am now excited about Xbox. That's just it, right? Yeah. Now, like, that's just it. Are, are like, guys like you and I going to be able to get in on, like, gears and like shit like that like that's if that's what it means that's awesome because that's a very smart market for them because they're like oh now you you like now we're not limit, limiting our customer base to having to go buy a console now you like you can keep running your pc and have access to all our titles which is a smart smart move i think yeah and because like the the, the model of uh console gaming is that you sell your consoles at a loss to make money on the games and so like if you're going to do that anyway then why not just skip right to the games, right? Like, and then and then it's pure profit, right? Like that's just it. Yeah. Like you're not you're not losing you're not losing anything on the console because everybody has a console right here, right? Like that's just, yeah. that's just it. Like right? now, nowadays, if you're a gamer, most likely you have a computer that can run games, and so yeah. it's like what like why incentivize people to go out and buy an Xbox? Which I mean, there are the people out there who want consoles and will play on consoles. But you have this giant market of PC gamers who want these exclusives. And if you're like going to the Microsoft store on your on your Windows computer and you can download and play them. Yeah, that's just it. Right. And like the thing for Microsoft, too, is it 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 battles at two fronts. Right. It battles against consoles and like against Sony and Nintendo. And it battles against Mac, like for gaming. You know what I mean? Like so it like it incentivizes both ways. So like why wouldn't like it like. For anybody who's like an average, like who, who who PC games on like their fucking MacBook or something like that, right? It's like okay, I can play all this shit if I just get like Windows. Why the fuck not, right? So yeah, and I, I am literally at a ten out of ten hype for this 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 press conference. I think it was amazing, perfect execution. Oh yeah, no, I don't think that I don't think they fucked. And then, and then like as a final point, they kept the the verbal presentations to a minimum. That was very well done by them because they didn't bore anybody they they, they oh and the fact they brought out the creator of devil might cry like and he was just super stoked like i mean that was great and it was a nice touch right but like again it, it was they they had like maybe what five minutes each if if yeah, that if, if that the most yeah. boring part of the whole entire presentation is where they showed off the division two and if if the most boring part is you showing off a game like Holy Good fucking shit. Job. Yeah. Good like, fucking job. Phil Spencer nailed this. And he recently got a promotion, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He this, this is a new thing for him. This is his first was this his first as like in his current position? Yeah, yeah. So he um I forget what his role was before, but he like is the head now. Like he's a director of like uh gaming at Microsoft. So like that basically is Xbox, but it's also like a little bit more than that. So he does like yeah. He does everything with gaming, but for the most part, it's it's basically just labeled as Xbox is their gaming division. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, he, this, he did this is his show now. Yeah, yeah this is his job. thing. And like a lot of these decisions are probably on him and he, he did a good job. I, I think so too. Like, I mean, and that's just it. Like, I mean, yeah, he probably didn't put the E3 pro- conference together, but he got, he knew what people to get to put this thing together and execute it properly. So, uh, yeah, no, I like hats off to Microsoft. Like, they did, they nailed it. They, 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 they didn't keep anybody bored. They, and even like the order of how they presented things was perfect. And like, this is why both of us are so hyped. They started off with a massive fucking lead with Halo and they ended with Cyberpunk 2077. So, and then everything in between was good too. Even like the lull was like, the lull was almost directly in the middle with the division too. That's kind of the funny part, right? So yeah, man, I don't think, I don't think they could have done a better job, honestly. I don't yeah. think so. It, it was so funny because, like, uh, the time leading up into this and, like, even right before me and Andrew were talking, we are like, Microsoft has had shitty conferences. They need a really good one. They need to talk about Halo. They need to talk about Gears. And they did all those things. They just, like, they were like, we know exactly what we need to do. And they just did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. We, like, that's just it. Like, it's like they, they chucked darts and they hit a bullseye every fucking time. And they it also had Todd Howard, like... Like, he didn't have any, like, substance to show that much, but it was still hype and still cool. Yeah, well, this is it, because, like, because you can associate 76 with Xbox, so why the fuck not incorporate the two, right? It's a smart move. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more than pleased with Microsoft. As somebody who's always been a traditional Xbox fan, I'm very happy that they had this. Am I, I mean, am I gonna go buy a console? I mean probably not i'll probably use my girlfriends but i mean like like this is it keeps it gets me excited though man it gets me excited especially with these integration to hopefully seeing more of these titles on pc which would be really exciting um that's awesome that, that means a lot for me as a, as a pc gamer too right yeah and so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here um andrew and i will be back um in about two and a half hours um for the bethesda show um which is a very long show i think it's about two hours long so it's it's a long one and just expect really hype things out of fallout um and just expect bethesda just to kind of follow in microsoft's footsteps except with fewer ips but just getting super like hyped about those ips um and then tomorrow we're going to be doing the sony one um, later in the evening, which Sony's um, approach to this is they're not showing a lot of games. They're just showing like four, but they're going in depth in them. Um, and so that okay, means Death Stranding. Right. We're going to see Death Stranding stuff. Oh, man, like, I, don't, I don't know if I like that approach. I don't know if I like limited amount of titles, tons of like, I mean, it, like to me, that's showing your cards too early. You know what I mean? I, like, I think it's good for Death Stranding because like, yeah, every, like it's been two E3s already where they tease it and it's like, Please just let Kojima show us some sick stuff. Just give us something. No, that's fair. That's fair. So I okay. I okay. I'll take that back. With that, I totally agree because they need to do that. They need to. They need to bring bring the excitement back. But everything else, like I don't know. It depends on what else they show us. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see for that. Um, but so far, um, definitely way better than EA's because like mm-hmm. EA's was like kind of anti hype. Um, there was like some cool stuff, but like this was hype. This was awesome. Um, so yeah uh thanks james for like stopping in um yeah no worries (laughs) yeah this was it it was great to have have you in here at least for one of them so um yeah i'm happy i'm happy i made the i put the time aside to kind of hop in it was exciting it was fun um but we'll end the stream here and then um andrew and i will be back in about two and a half hours or so so i'll see everyone then later guys